Welcome to The Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mom of six kids, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of the Crystal Payne Show. We're going to talk about a, I guess I feel like it's a kind of unpopular subject. No. Say no. And we're going to share really vulnerably kind of some things that we've been walking through and learning. And I've wanted to talk about this the last few months, but I've been in the thick of living it that I feel like I haven't been in a place to really come up and talk about it. But we had some clarity and some kind of feels like some mountains moved in the last few weeks. And so I felt just like it was time to share this. But before we get to that, we've had a lot going on at our house. Um, There's so many things that we could share. In fact, the last few weeks, we have planned to do an episode and every week, it comes to the day when we need to be turning in the episode and or after <laughs> or after yes and i'm like let's just do one of the interviews that we already have that we had recorded because a lot of times we have extra interviews that i've done with different people as they've come into town and so we have those all ready to go and we try to do an episode with Jesse and i every other week but the last few weeks. Also, I think this goes along with what we're going to be talking about, the whole saying no, because I feel like we just haven't had the brain space and the margin. So anytime when we have had the opportunity that we could sit down and record a podcast, Mm -hmm. I've been like, I don't have any inspiration. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's not going to be a great podcast. I'll get on and be like, I got nothing. So We're glad to be back. And um, two things we were talking ahead of time about what are some things that we could share. Well, two two things that were interesting. Um, One of them, we talked a little bit on the podcast about how we bought a house in Murfreesboro, which is about 35 to 45 minutes away for our oldest daughter, Catherine, to live in while she's going to college there, which she's kind of gotten into a good rhythm where she'll be there three to four days a week. And then Mm -hmm. she's home three to four days a week, which has been great. The best of both worlds, such a great transition. But after we bought the house, (laughs) was it within a week of buying the house? You got an email or a Um, phone call? It was within the month that we got the letter. I got a letter from the water company saying that they've detected uh, excess usage and that we need to go through a process of determining whether there's a leak in the house. And so <laughs> kind of had the opportunity to, to explain to Catherine costs of home ownership, you know, this, it goes with the territory. And, um, yeah, I, I scoured that house. And the thing about it was, is we got, we, she moved in probably about three weeks after closing. So it stood vacant for a while. And so nobody was there. And this letter said we were using 900 gallons a day. Which I was like, is someone 
going in the back and siphoning water? Like, are they turning? Yeah, it was. Are they nuts. hooking up a hose? And what would they be using 900 gallons of water for? Like, it would be one thing if you were somewhere where everyone had pools. I've heard of that happening mm-hmm. where someone will go on vacation and the next door neighbor will get a long hose and hook it up and fill their pool up yeah. to save money or something. But this is not really an area. There's yeah. not space. No one has an in-ground I'm, pool. I uh, made sure and was checking the spigots. There wasn't any water in the lips or anything like that. So nothing that was indicating a leak inside. So I was thinking, well, it's got to be under the house. Didn't you have someone come out and check for leaks in the house? I don't Not know. in the house. I checked in the house. Okay. But... There was a resident uh, a couple houses down that had had similar bills over the last the previous three months, and they figured out, oh, there's a pierce in the line, and they had to have somebody come and dig it up, repair it, and they actually had then had to, I had heard, go under our driveway and repair something along those lines. So I thought, great. They nicked our line as they were repairing theirs. And lo and behold, that's not what happened. Um, but for, I feel like it was a, it good, was a good month, weeks, which is, month. yes, yeah. where this was round and around. What are we going to do? Talking to different people, calling and getting yep. different opinions and just trying to figure out, okay, you even talked about, this is the attorney in you, but you're like, <laughs> Maybe we're going to have to sue the original, yeah. you know, the original owners because they didn't disclose this, and this is kind of a big, it's a big deal. deal. Yeah, I mean that's so. I had heard what the usual price because this was the first bill that we'd ever received, the water bill, and I had heard that the price for the water bill was a, basically a quarter of what our bill was, if not more than a quarter. So I talked to the water company. They said, um, I tried to get a detailed uh, usage listing for the previous 60 days because I wanted to go back further back than uh, prior to closing just in case we had to pursue legal action. And they called me back and they ran the report and found out that the meter was broken. And that it was a a reading error and that they were going to end up crediting at our account. So uh, I was very thankful. I th- We got the bill for the next month and it was basically 10%, 15% of what that original first bill was. Well, and the Not f- because of the credit. It was because of the actual usage. Well, the funny thing is, is I remember we were both talking about this and going, you know, is this why the owner seems so ready to get rid of? Because it was this, yeah. it was kind of a weird situation where we, one, offered them significantly less because we could tell that they were a very motivated seller. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was still a fair price, but we, we offered them, you know, yeah. less than they were asking. And we're, we, we're living in a, you know, pretty strong market in the sense of that houses go quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And so this house had been sitting for a little while and they had knocked the price down. And had they knocked it down twice? 
I believe so. Yeah. And so we then offered them less than what they knocked right. it down the right. second time for. And they took it immediately. Mm-hmm. And then they were good with closing within a week. And so I just remember thinking, this is why <laughs> there's this huge issue with this house and we got this lemon and come to find out. No, it was a billing issue. Yep. And so or an equipment issue on the water company's word part. to the wise before you go dig up your whole entire driveway, <laughs> make sure you investigate. <laughs> I I'm, I'm having flashbacks to the movie of the burbs. With Tom Hanks. Yeah. I didn't watch that movie. I'm I don't sure think. you probably didn't, but there's like water coming out of fountains and the house is exploding and stuff. Yeah. That, I had not thought about that movie in a long, long time. That's really funny. So that ended up being a huge blessing in our life. And um, around the time that this was all going on, I'm trying to make a really good segue here because this is also about water. Um, so we went to Gatlinburg. Caitlin had a soccer tournament, which actually it's funny to use the word tournament because we didn't, we couldn't get there in time for the first game. And then she had the second game on Saturday morning and then it started pouring rain and the rest of the tournament got oh, canceled. Yeah. Yeah. And so we actually yeah. went to Gatlinburg for a quote tournament that we only saw one game. Okay, it was so, okay. So that, that rain was fascinating though. Yeah. Cause I was looking at the radar the whole time. The rain was stuck over Gatlinburg. It like would not move. And it was only around Gatlinburg that, that whole area. It and it was, was, it was torrential it rain. It was torrential. It was like it was coming off of the mountain and just sitting there. So fascinating. But anyway. That wasn't the water that I was going to talk no, about. No, but, but, that, but that is water. Yes, that is water. Um, and that's that's the weather reporter in you coming out. I, I always say Jesse missed his calling in life a little bit because I think there's a part of him that in would really love to be a weather reporter because he has, I don't even know. Not a reporter, no. Okay. What, what would be another, you would just like, Oh yes. A storm chaser. He has how many different apps do you have that are weather related on your phone? I don't know. It's he's the person though. If you ever, if you ever want to know if there is going to be a storm what the level of storm is going to be, what you need to look out for, what the possibilities are, if it's going to be safe or not safe, he is the person to ask because he has it all on his phone. Anyway, that's an aside, another an aside to a side. But we were at the soccer tournament. It was in this really beautiful location and uh, in Gatlinburg and uh, just the hills and the trees and so while the game was going on, we had our three little ones. And so I always am looking for things to do with them that are kind of close by that are safe, that you can still see the game from. And so I can still watch the game, but also be watching them. And so there was this kind of little hill. And so they were playing on the hill. And then I saw at the top of the hill, I could see over and there was this what I thought was a little stream over on the other side. And it was just beautiful. And the water was just kind of trickling through. And so 
I took Kirsten over there. You had the boys and I took Kirsten over there and we played in the stream and we waded in the stream and we splashed and we looked at nature and we just had the best time over there. And you couldn't really see the soccer field, but I had watched a lot and I was just having such a nice time with her and she was just enjoying it. And I was just thinking, you know, I've talked on the podcast how I've kind of really gotten more into being outside and being in nature and the whole thousand hours outside movement and um, just really, it was just so filling to my soul. And I was just thinking, this is just this beautiful time in nature with my daughter. And so we came back, the game was over with, and we came back and I said, we found this stream over across the way. It's really beautiful. And you gave me this look. You're like, a stream? I was like, yeah, it's a stream. The water is ice cold. It's like coming down from the mountains. And you're like. She showed me a picture. This is how I came to this conclusion. A stream. That is not a stream. That is a drainage ditch. (laughs) The water was coming out of a culvert. (laughs) It was cold and it was moving. And so I just. It (laughs) rained. What do you where do you think the rain goes? I was, <laughs> I was it was quite quite um disappointing to me. But then you told somebody else that I had been over there and they, they were like, We wouldn't go down there, we wouldn't go over there. We found out that and I hadn't seen the, seen this, but across the field where from where we were sitting, we were on the long long ways side of field there were bleachers that were um brick bleachers kind of built in the side of a, a building well adjacent to those that brick bleachers was kind of a ridge a ridge line and they were saying that they saw at least one bear walking along that ridge line so that would have put it about at the end of the soccer field a little bit further off but they were saying that it was Fairly noticeable. Everybody, there's quite a few people talking about it. So I told you about it, and you're like, "I never even thought about bears being over there." Well, and it's terrible. Like I, then I felt like this terrible parent because not only am I having my child playing a drainage ditch, <laughs> then it wasn't I, that bad of a drain. I mean, it was. It wasn't dirty or anything. No, no, no but, not at all. But then I was ten feet away from her some of the time, and and the trees were right there. And I was just thinking (laughs) that had a bear just walked out of those trees to come down to the drainage ditch to have water. water, Like what would I have done? Yeah. They're, they're, they're scared of you. Now the thing about it though, the bears there tend to come around people. Yeah. They're a lot more friendly. And so it just, I was not remembering the last time we'd been to Gatlinburg with my extended family, we saw multiple Mm -hmm. bears. Yeah. And they came up close to our car and came up close to where we were staying and all that. Um, gratefully, we always had a uh, glass pane in between mm-hmm. us in the car and in the house. But as, in this situation, there would have been no glass. And- one, of the, one of the women was talking about seeing a mama bear and like four cubs walking through downtown Gatlinburg when, when we were there. Well, and someone else sent me a video while we were there of this bear that was, it wasn't that weekend, but it had been recently a bear that had been downtown Gatlinburg and walking. I mean, it's usually, there are a lot of people. A lot of people downtown. And 
you know that bears have to come downtown because the trash cans are yeah. all the kind the where proof. it's the bear proof trash cans. But what I can't figure out is there are so many shops that have food mm-hmm. and the restaurants. Yes. Yeah. And it's just all open and they don't, they have like garage door type things that they put down at night, yeah. but during the day it's just wide open. And I'm thinking the shirts and the merchandise. And yeah. If a bear was hungry or something, yeah. it just, I was just thinking of them just jumping up on the counter Generally, or something. Black bears are afraid of people and they're very skittish, but the video that this person yeah. sent me, that black bear was just walking that's why through they tell, town. That's why so. they tell you when you're the, when you're there not to feed the black bears because then they become too acclimated with people. Well, I'm just grateful. see them as a source for food. Grateful we didn't have to dig up the driveway and grateful we didn't get mauled by a bear. (laughs) That's all I got to say. And I will be better about checking my surroundings and not having my daughter play in drainage ditches right next to where bears could come out of it. And there wasn't much water in the ditch anyway. So there would, based on the picture that you showed me. Oh, I tried. Well, what's saving my life recently? Jesse, you just bought a brand new, well, not brand new, a new to us, very not brand new, but a new to us uh, double stroller that is already been such a blessing. Yeah. it's. Uh, I was able to find it on Facebook Marketplace and we're kind of graduating up. We started with like with the double stroller frame for, we got the, for, for the car seats. 50, was no. It, I th- oh, was 10, that 50? Ten dollars. One of them no. we got for free. That one was not free. I we do we have gotten some strollers for free, but the our original double stroller was a frame. And now that you say maybe it was fifteen dollars. Yeah, we got it, it was really cheap off of Facebook when we used it a lot. You would just put the two um, car seats in there and strap them in, and yes. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, graduated up from that to uh, the one we still have now. It's the uh, toddler carrier and, and the baby carrier. And obviously the uh, mic is too big for, for that. So we need to have something for that. We can put two toddlers in. So we got, what is it? A Bob revolution? I think it is something like that. It's a jogging stroller, jogging stroller. It's really nice to have the jogging stroller with the wheels. Cause I took it to the, to the baseball tournament and was able to, you know, easily push it through grass over the hills and stuff to the park and with the with the ones we have now no chance it would have been that easy so it's got some very much uh well loved <laughs> so also a very good deal compared good to the deal. original like price off. <laughs> um but yeah i'm excited for that because it was we were just getting to the place where what we had currently was not working, but we started researching double strollers. And if you want to get a really mm-hmm. good double stroller that's going to last us for the next few years, which is probably what we're going to need it for, you were looking at paying a pretty penny. Yes. And so I was grateful for Facebook Marketplace to find this one. And um, there are a few things on it that we might end up replacing because they're just a little bit cracked or something. But it does. Um, great condition. As otherwise. far as the frame of the yeah. stroller in great condition, it was more like the cup holder section in the front and everything. So that was exciting. Um, and we'll see if we can link to that one in the show notes. Um, see if they have that one. I don't know. It might be one that they come out with new yeah. models or something, but 
uh, we were very impressed with the Bob brand. And another thing that our little kids have really been loving, not only at the baseball field, but just every day is chalkboards and dry erase boards. And so Kirsten, we started doing this in her school where she was practicing her letters and drawing. And um, we then I was at the Wild and Free Conference and my friend um, who she, I've known her for years and years and years, but she, they recently, their family bought a business called Chalk Full of Design. And so chalk is spelled C-H-A-L-K full F-U-L. So chalk full of design. And they sell these kind of old fashioned, it's kind of what it looks like, like chalk. Yeah, slate chalk boards. But they have them that have, they have lots of different designs. So I got the ones that had the letters, ones that had numbers, and then ones that just had like pre-writing. So it's like zigzags and that sort of thing. And the kids have absolutely loved them. And I've been shocked with how much Kirsten has spent so much time just meticulously trying to write the letters and the numbers and the designs. And it's been such great practice for her, but it's also something that's kept her really busy. So at the ball field, it was just so nice to have, um, you know, things that it's like, then they can just wipe them off Mm -hmm. and redo. And so it's, you can use them over and over and over again. Um, So we'll link to that in the show notes, but that's been something that I've just really found to be helpful in uh, saving our life. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. If you've heard me talk at all over the last few years, you know that I went through a season where I had very severe seasonal allergies and it took me a while to figure out what was triggering it. And it was debilitating. If you've ever suffered from this, I actually had my polyps got really swollen in my nose and then I got chronic rhinitis. So I could not smell out of my nose. And not only that, but I would have these really awful headaches, the kind that just kept me from being able to enjoy my life. And I started going to an ENT and one of the things that he recommended was Claritin D. And so for a time period, I took Claritin and it was such a help to me. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. It works so well. I am a living testament to how well it works. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. So if you've ever suffered from seasonal allergies, if you can relate to kind of some of the things that I have experienced and you want some relief... I highly recommend checking out Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
Amwar makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Amwar, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for new-to-use styles. Now, I've mentioned on the podcast recently that I have been pregnant or breastfeeding for four and a half years, and that season of my life came to a close recently, and I was like, I forgot I can wear normal clothes again that don't need to be breastfeeding friendly or constantly changing in sizes with a postpartum body. And so now I'm left with trying to figure out, well, what do I wear? What is my style? I can't even remember. And styles have changed so much in the last few years. And so I've been having fun experimenting with different types of clothing. And I love that Amoir has allowed me to try some different styles of jeans and kind of step outside my comfort zone and figure out what I love, what works for my body type, and to not have spent money on things that I was like, "Mm, actually, this doesn't work after I wore it a few times and realized I don't really like it. And so it's been a great opportunity for me to try out some new things and help me to define my personal style. And I also love that the style quiz, the different suggestions that they gave after I took the style quiz, it was right in line with what I would want to wear. And so I have just loved this service and I would love for you to get to try it out and get a great deal. Right now, my listeners can give Amwar a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit amwar.style forward slash crystal. That is amwar.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash crystal to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Amwar today. This episode is sponsored by Byheart, and I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in, and all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. 
Jesse, you said you hadn't, you didn't have a book update for us because you're still reading the book that you talked about last time, but I, which is very good, by the way, say the name of it again, three felonies a day. Okay. I really, I'm, I'm geeking out on it. So yeah. In other words, does that mean that it wouldn't be my kind of book? (laughs) No. (laughs) I read a book recently that I kept talking to you about that I cannot wait for you to read. I basically said, you must read this book because I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. And I think that you will, will have some good discussions, but it was called Don't Hold Back by David Platt. And I shared a lot about this on Instagram. I'm the money saving mom on Instagram. And it was one of those books that I just got my toes stepped all over. And it was interesting because when I started talking about it on Instagram, basically the first day that I mentioned that I was reading it, I instantly got messages from people being like, oh, don't read that book, that he is politically this way or politically that way. And it was funny because they people were getting it, like they were contradicting themselves in what they would say, like, you know, he's this way or this way or stands by this candidate or whatever. And so don't read this book. And it was fascinating to me because none of the people that were sharing that seemed to have any personal connection with him. It was just kind of stuff that they'd heard online. But there were a number of people who go to his church or who know him personally, who wrote into me, not knowing that I had gotten this pushback and told me how they find they've just been so blessed and so encouraged and like how what they see behind the scenes is who he is in, you know, the person that he is in when he writes his books and that you see kind of on the stage or whatever is the person that he is behind the scenes as well, which was so encouraging Mm -hmm. to me. But also one of the ladies she wrote in and she said that they've been going to his church for years and they have yet to ever have figured out how he would vote. And hmm. um, now for some people that they would not like that at all. But I felt like in the book, he did such a great job of no matter where you stand politically, you're going to get your toes stepped on. Mm-hmm. And um, in a good way, because I feel like that there is not, and again, this is controversial for me to say this, but I don't feel like that there is any one party that you can look to and hold to and say everything that they do and believe and stand for is, you know, 100% in line with the word of God. I feel like that politics, there's a lot of kind of self, um, Mm -hmm. selfishness. Um, There's a lot of fear mongering and there's just a lot that has seeped into it that it becomes about a party And instead of it becoming about really principles and, um, you know, as Christians, I want to stand on biblical truth and it's, I don't want to align myself with a party. I want to align myself with the word of God. And so this book, I felt like I didn't agree with everything in it, but it really challenged me and challenged my beliefs and my convictions and how I'm walking that out. And we've had a lot of great discussions as a result of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested to see what you're going to think, um, Jesse, when you read it. Because I said, we're going to read this and yeah. you're going to read this and we're going to discuss it. And um, so we'll keep you all posted. But again, that was Don't Hold Back by David Platt. Okay, so saying no. 
We've talked a little bit on the podcast. We did an episode not too terribly long ago called Love is Worth the Risk. And we shared in that episode kind of how we'd had this unexpected journey at the beginning of the summer of um, the little boy that we had fostered in 2020, his mom coming back to us and asking if we could provide childcare for him and just kind of the ups and downs of some of that journey. And um, that was at the beginning of the summer. And we are still continuing to be providing 20 to 40 hours of childcare for him a week. And so he's three years old, uh, actually three and a half, and has a lot of energy. <laughs> uh, and his mom works from 2.30. We get him from 2.30 to 11, usually every Tuesday and Thursday, and then every other weekend. And so, you know, it might feel like, okay, well, you already have a lot of kids, you know, just what's one more, throw one more in. And um, there is a bit of, you know, we're already taking care of little kids. So mm-hmm. throwing an extra little child in. But this has honestly felt a little bit like the straw that has broken this stubborn camel's back. Um, for me, it has been a really challenging thing I would say, Jesse, probably for both of us. Oh, yes, definitely. And it just has really stretched us in ways that, you know, we knew when we said yes at the beginning of the summer. And we, like we talked about on that episode, thought we were saying yes for four weeks and ended up, you know, now it's an ongoing thing, which we are so grateful for the opportunity Mm -hmm. to continue to be in his life. We think that that is so important. But that doesn't negate the fact that it's been really challenging Mm -hmm. and that when we're watching him, it means that both of us kind of all hands on deck, don't really get anything else done. Just focus on keeping everybody alive. (laughs) I mean, legitimately (laughs) there are, yes, because he can be a worst case scenario type of child. He's a runner. Um, That's we were at the baseball tournament this past weekend And someone looked at me and he's like, he's your runner, isn't he? And I was like, yes, Um, Mm -hmm. you just have to watch him where he will just dart out into the road. He he has no fear of cars, no fear of very dangerous situations. And he also is extremely capable of getting into things, getting Mm -hmm. things that you would never think, oh, that's way up on that high shelf. And he will find a way to get up there and get it. and well, not only is the being a runner aspect problematic, but also he thinks it's fun. So when you're chasing after him to to get him out of the situation, we're like running through a parking lot. Um, he starts running and laughing, you know, just completely unaware mm-hmm. of possible dangers or consequences, you mm-hmm. know. And so, you know, makes you think, where in life am I like that, you mm-hmm. know? not seeing the potential dangers around and just ignoring them because I don't know that they're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is another aside, but I think of that a lot. Like when we're saying something to the kids of like, you can't, no, you can't do that. And because we see the danger, the, you know, that a major danger of saying, just allowing that we see the danger they can't. And Mm -hmm. in their mind, it's just, you know, oh my goodness, my mother is being so, and I'm not really talking about the teenagers. I'm talking about the little kids because there's just a lot of stuff on a daily basis that you cannot say yes to because it's not safe. Right. And um, so it just reminds me, I think of that a lot of, you know, 
when God closes doors where I can't see how that could be very detrimental, but he can see Mm -hmm. um, that picture. Um, Anyway, so this has been a a real challenge for you and I to figure out how to navigate this in an ongoing basis. It's been really stretching. I would say probably in some senses, we've had days where it's been the most exhausted that we have felt um, just mentally, emotionally, physically, just caring for all the people and keeping everyone, you know, where they need to go, especially with our older kids having lots of different places they need to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they've, they've stepped up and helped you. Yes, they've been such a blessing. But anyway, so we've recognized that this is not a sustainable pace. But at the same time, we feel very strongly like God has called us to say yes to stepping into his life, to walking with his mom. And that is something that is a huge priority. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that have just said, well, why are you saying yes? Just, just say no to that. But we feel very strongly like this is a calling for at least for this season of life. And we are called to step into this, but also it's not sustainable to step into this and say yes to this and continue on with everything else that we were doing mm-hmm. and because you and I both just haven't had much breathing room at all. And even just trying to sit down and record a podcast or have a conversation um, or just have time together has been a challenge and that's not how we want to live our lives. And right. um, we want to be able to have that space for relationship for each other and being able to be present for our kids. And so I actually hired a life slash business coach two months ago because I was feeling like I really need someone who's further ahead than me, who gets this whole working full time from home, but also being a mom to multiple kids who are in a lot of different life stages. I need that wisdom being poured into me. And so I'd really been praying for someone to come alongside me and God opened up this door. And um, within the first phone call that I had with this coach, I would say it was probably the first five minutes. (laughs) She said to me, you have got to let something go. So what are you going to let go? Because you cannot keep doing all of these things. And immediately I felt this resistance of, well, I can't let anything go. There's there's nothing that I'm doing that I can mm-hmm. let go. And I really appreciated a good coach is going to push you. And so she gave me this, she left me after our first call. She asked me a lot of questions. She challenged me on some things, but she literally left me at the end of the call saying, if you were standing on the edge of a cliff, And someone was going to push you off that cliff if you did not let go of two to three things that you are holding and carrying, what would you let go? Like if a person said, I'm going to push you off unless you let go of two to three things, what would those two to three things be? And she said, so the next time that we meet in two weeks, I want you to have come up with what you're going to let go of, which was so powerful and so good. And I know, Jesse, you and I, had a lot of great conversations as a result of that. And it was just really clarifying. But two of the things that I gave up that honestly, I was not expecting to, 
Um, but just really in praying and, you know, thinking, okay, what are those things that are hanging over me that I really can let go of? And one of them was I have been the board chair of a nonprofit for the last two years. I've been on the board for the last three years. And so my term was coming to a close and just, I was really praying for God to provide someone to step into that place. And it kind of felt like there's no one, you know, which is never like, you're not irreplaceable. Like everyone is replaceable. And so I never want to get to that space, but it is easy for us to sometimes get into that mode of feeling like there's nobody else, but really praying and asking God, please help someone to step into that space. And God really moved some mountains and worked some things out that were very unexpected. And the perfect person stepped up to step into that space. And it was just really cool to see how God worked things out and much sooner than I was expecting in a really different way than I was expecting. But that was such a gift. And so I'm stepping down at the end of September. I will be um, finished with what we call my um, volunteer part-time position. <laughs> um, that will be, and I love the nonprofit, but just recognizing like I have to say no to some yeah. things. And Se- so that was really good. Seasons of life. Yeah. And then the second thing that I have let go of is a project that I was doing on an ongoing basis for um, my team. And um, I had kind of gotten handed it when someone had left the team um, earlier on in the year and it needed to be done. And so when you are the head of a company, sometimes you do things because it just has to be done. And um, we looked at a lot of different other options and just nothing. It just felt like there wasn't um, anyone else to do it, but Jesse, you'd been helping me with it. And, but it was a daily sort of thing. And it was kind of those things like it needed to be done early in the day. And I would wake up every morning and have this sort of thing hanging over my head. Um, I feel like I'm being vague about it. It was just reports that needed to be sent to the team. So we have a spreadsheet for all the affiliates and basically all the income that comes in every day, because we have a lot of different affiliates that we work with. And so looking through all the different portals that you log into, I think there are about 20 to 25 and then inputting them into a spreadsheet and then sending screenshots out to my team of what had done well and just things that they would need to know so that they could decide what to post and what to really promote based upon what performed well. And so just every morning that was kind of hanging over my head and I would wake up with that. And, um, as I had been thinking about what can I let go of? What can I let go of? Um, just having that question in my head, then um, God worked out some details again. And someone from my team stepped forward um, and they said they could take on some extra work and they would be willing to take that on. And so that it just actually started today. And I realized this morning when I woke up, what a gift that was and how much that took off of my plate, just not having that. And so I share all of this just as an encouragement for one, I think sometimes it's easy to look at someone from a distance and think, well, they're just juggling it all super well. And to recognize that's not always the case and to realize, you know, there are seasons, like you said, Jesse, and that sometimes then when we step into something new that God's calling us to, we can't just take everything else that we were doing with us. And so it's good to recognize when you say yes to one thing, 
you also need to say no to some other things. And so what are those things that you're going to say no to? And then also to, to see that when I say no, it allows someone else to say yes. Like my no can be someone else's yes. And so that can be really freeing if you're feeling like God isn't calling you to this thing and this is not the season for it. You can trust him and ask him to provide the person or the people to step into that space and to say yes. And maybe it'll end up being something that's so exciting for them. And I was just talking to the woman that's taking the um, board chair position and she was just literally had tears in her eyes. And she said like how God confirmed it to her so clearly and for for years, it's been a no for her, but all of a sudden it was a yes. And she's just so excited to step into that space. And I just was just thinking how had I just felt like, well, I guess I'm the only person that I can do it, that it wouldn't have given the opportunity for her to really see God move and encourage her to step into that space. And I'm so excited for how he's going to use her and the blessing that she's going to be in that position. And so my encouragement to you today is where is God calling you to say no? And where is he calling you to say yes? And what does that look like for you? And to have the courage to say no, to ask for help. Sometimes saying no is um, not applauded as much as saying yes is, but to step into that no and to recognize that that allows space for someone else to say yes and so confidently say no where God is calling you and don't be standing on the edge of that cliff hanging on to all these things saying I can't let anything go because none of us can do it all thank you for joining us today for more great resources please visit crystalpain.com 